Ramble. Hey, everyone. So before we begin, we just wanted to give you guys a trigger warning for my medical tip. We talk about needles and blood for a little bit. So if that makes you uncomfortable, feel free to skip ahead. We're going to put the actual timestamp in the description for you. So if you don't like needles, just go ahead and look at that and I'll tell you when to skip over. All right. Welcome to another episode of You Can Sit With Us, everyone. Thanks for coming back for another week. Um, It's been kind of a wild week, but we have some exciting segments for you. So I am your host, Maggie. I am joined by my co-host, Becky. Hi. And Rachel is here as well. Hello. Good morning. Yeah, and hopefully our next co-host will be joining us next week, Miss Ariel Fulmer. I don't know. Or maybe is, so one we, week after. Or maybe one week after. <laughs> oh, 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 my bad. We'll my start bad. an aerial countdown. But we know how much you guys miss her. We miss her terribly as well. And we're excited to catch up with her and wish her well. Um, so today we are going to be doing another medical myth. Becky's going to talk some obscure reality. Um, we may play some games, but we wanted to keep it lighthearted this week because as you know, uh, this past week has been a complete shit show. And I'm sure that unless you weren't on social media at all, you probably are aware of what is going on. And so with that deep breath, I know, right? A collective inhale. Ready? (sighs) (sighs) <sighs> deep breath and i personally had muddy buddies for dinner twice last week what are muddy buddies so, mags have what you never made that? these they're no. Czech cereal covered mm-hmm. in a mixture of peanut butter chocolate and butter and you like Ooh. coat them and With hot powdered tip, sugar too right put a little salt in that oh and you're getting the salty sweet and then you shake them in a bag of powdered sugar so it creates like a dry coating on the outside and then you mm-hmm. eat them compulsively till they're gone that sounds they're delicious. so good in the midwest you call it puppy chow <gasps> yeah i, I heard that chow. too chow. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds delicious don't make them unless you want to eat a box of chex mix coated in chocolate and peanut butter they're really addictive anyways they were a good dinner this week. <laughs> Healthy. What have what have I done this week? Ooh, we just got a new Vitamix blender and I've been making a lot of uh just all sorts of weird concoctions in there. I made uh almond butter and then I've been making Whoa. mocktails in the middle of the day. Uh like agua fresca. In the middle of the day. In the middle of yeah, the day. <laughs> I was like, I would just like a <laughs> beverage of some sort. So I've been uh-huh. mixing mango with a tiny cucumber and I really like spicy drinks like I really miss spicy margaritas and Mm -hmm. like micheladas and Mm -hmm. like anything so so I put a little bit of chili powder and a little bit of salt in there so Uh and lime juice at what point do you put the tequila in 5 p.m. (laughs) 6 8 yeah 4 3 2 (laughs) 2 1 yeah (laughs) we did go to the farmer's market and get some passion fruit and I blended passion fruit and I did make margaritas mm-hmm. one night and it was so good. Did so, you get wow. a passion? Was it a passion fruit tree? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want oh, to no, talk is about it. Dead? It died. It gave us, I think oh. four or six uh, fruit. So we basically paid 
forty dollars for like four passion fruits, but that's what they it, cost at the farmers market. So. That's true. <laughs> you I broke don't even. Talk about it. It really died. Okay, so they require so much sun, which it does get, but it requires water like every day, every other day. Did you know that going in? I did know, and I was like, well, like <clears throat> I'll make sure that I go out there. But once you. You think that you will, but then out of sight, out of mind, sometimes I for, would forget like a day or two. But when we first got it, there was all these like little, it almost looked like caterpillars were eating the leaves. So I think it had some sort of oh. infestation of some sort. So I sprayed okay. it with like a neem oil soap concoction, which is what you're supposed to do until like it clears, but it never did. So I think it was doomed from the start. Plus I'm not an experienced gardener. I can oh, keep no. houseplants alive. Anything outdoor and a little bit more temperamental. And where did you put it? Like on your balcony? On the balcony. Okay. Like in direct sun. But okay. it started to turn yellow and now it's weighted. I'm so Aww. sad. I love passion fruit. I wanted to I grow know. my own. And they're but so expensive. Yeah. Did you want to jump into medical myths, Mags? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you what wanna, you got for us? Tell us. You want to educate us today? Oh, yeah. We <clears throat> can do. I don't know if this is a medical myth per se, but my name is Maggie. I am a pediatric nurse. We have a segment on our show where I will discuss anything that's going on in the medical community and kind of give my insight on it. Um, specifically this week, we wanted to talk uh, COVID vaccines. Uh, I know with the rollout and everything... <clears throat> I've heard a lot of people in my DMs ask me tips on how to manage um, vaccine anxiety and like what they can do to kind of distract their brain from getting it. So I have a couple mm -hmm. tips. Um, and yeah, so I wanted to break down and talk about that. I guess knowledge is power. So I can give you guys a little bit of insight on what it is that's actually happening. Maggie's spilling truths, debunking yes. falsities. She's here for the people. I know the Try Guys did such a good dog with their how-to video, but this is just a little, little bit of information that you can take with you if you have a fear of needles. Because I, how are you guys as children? I, my mom used as to children. have to as children, as adults, <laughs> still, yeah, still, still. I'm like completely fine now. But when I was, <clears throat> would get my my pediatrician was a little bit old-fashioned, and I used to have to get hemoglobin checks, which they basically would. What's that? Thumbtack. Uh, it was it was kind Trick of like an finger. old school practice where they would just check your hemoglobin to make sure that it was high enough and what but it was is just like hemoglobin. A, hemoglobin is a component of your blood, and if you're really low, like you can't donate blood, it's basically the hemoglobin carries oxygen on the red blood cells, um, and if you're low, that means like you should eat more iron with orange juice to kind of get it up higher. So you're not, you don't feel as weak. And kids and it can, are often iron deficient. Yeah. So you can, it just is like a little old school thing they used to do, but it was really traumatic for me because that's like the thing that I, uh, like correlated going to the doctors was getting my finger pricked. And it wasn't, I hated hemoglobin sticks. I <clears throat> think they were more painful than shots because they would do it on your finger pads Mm -hmm. And sometimes they would do it like right in the center, which is obviously you have more pain receptors in your fingers because obviously you are interacting with the world with your fingers. You pick up things with your fingers. Whereas when you're getting a shot in your arm, you don't have as many sensitive. It's not mm -hmm. as sensitive as getting it in your. It's just like getting it on the bottom of your foot. Would you rather, you know, I don't know how to put it into yeah. words, but um, 
I had with, those too. They were very like scary to put your finger out. Yeah, they hurt. Yeah. My pediatrician used to have to come get me because I'd go running and hide in the planters. There was like a bushes <laughs> and stuff. I would go running and it would be hard for my mom to keep track of all of us because I have two other sisters and we'd all go at the same time. So I would always have to go first or I think my mom would either do me mm-hmm. first or last because I would rile, I would rile everyone up because, yeah. but I think she would ma- usually make me go last because my older sister did not care. Even my, my youngest sister, she was like, okay, probably a little bit more on the scareder side like me. But uh, it was a mess. But yeah, I still yeah. hate needles. I'm yeah. not I into do it. Too. I, I don't like getting vaccines. I don't like getting flu shots. But I am. So since you guys don't like it, do you look when you get a shot or do you look away? See, I feel better when I look at it. Like, oh, I, really? I am completely the opposite. The needle. But a lot of the kids that I have, well, I work with kids, but a lot of them like to look which is completely opposite. Like a lot of people like to know when it's coming and like what is going on when it's happening. It helps them kind of process that. But I am still, when I get my blood drawn for annual <clears throat> physicals and things like that, when my doctor has to review my labs, I do not look until the little needle's in and they're drawing. Like I can look at my blood coming out, but I can't watch the needle go in. Well, I think there are two different things happening there. Getting a shot is one thing. And mm-hmm. having an IV is a totally other thing yes. to me. Yeah, um, it totally is. Because when you're getting blood drawn, they'll, I don't know if people like listening to what it is, but again, knowledge is power. I'll tell you what's happening. When mm-hmm. you get phlebotomy drawn, they just put the needle in, it hits the vein and blood comes out. When you're getting an IV, needle goes in and there's like a very tiny, tiny, tiny like Capri Sun straw little, little tiny thing that advances and then the needle comes out. A lot of people that come in and will have IVs are scared to bend their arms because they think that there's a needle still in their arm, but the needle is only used to puncture the skin and then it's just removed. Mm -hmm. I hate the ones that go in your hand. Oh my God. Because I feel like you can feel it and I'm just like, Mm -hmm. you can't. I I hate it. I hated it. Skin, like the skin is a lot thinner on your hand and it's kind of harder mm-hmm. to, ad- mm-hmm. like if you are having an IV, it's harder to advance yeah. the catheter I, in thinner um, skin. I mean, blood draw is different. It's just like poke and then you don't yeah. need to move it around or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It should just go, but there are exceptions. So when I was little, I'm allergic to bees. So when I found out I was in like seventh or eighth grade and you get a fake EpiPen to practice mm-hmm. with. So it so that you can because it's a really the needles like, I mean in my mind it's that long it's not it's probably <laughs> like that long but you have to go on an angle so you don't hit your bone so they were like oh you could practice and if you want to give it to your friends they could practice um, and I was always like I am not fucking stabbing myself with this thing I would have to be so on the brink which people do you know I thankfully never went into like anaphylaxis or anything but I was like I cannot imagine having to give yourself an injection or the people who have diabetes and have to give yeah. themselves like the shots yeah. or fertility or even shots. just check fertility. I, I, shots. Can't. I can't. The yeah. idea of having to put a needle in myself. Ugh, you really my have crawl. to just like, <gasps> and just yeah. do it. I know a lot of the, and, I mean, Zach gives himself a shot like every two weeks, but like the, they have made it very seamless. He I doesn't always thought have it was, you do it. 
No, he does it himself. Because like sometimes I'm not home in the Props. mornings, but Props they've made Zach. it. The if company I that was engaged his... to a nurse, I would never give myself a shot. <laughs> I mean, not yeah, once. like I always thought it was going to be like drawn up with a syringe, the needles exposed. Uh-huh. But the medicine that he takes, it's all like enclosed. He, you never see the needle. Yeah, that's oh, how the happy pen For is, fertility too. stuff, you see the needle. Yeah. Which, I mean, can be triggering for a lot of people. It. I'm telling you, people used to say to me all the time when I was in cancer treatment, you must just get used to it. And I was like, no. Do you get used to like something that hurts? No, it's very traumatic. And I mean, it's not. <laughs> I find the anxiety before yes. it to be worse, yeah. especially with shots, less so with like IVs, but <clears throat> the anxiety before the shot to be worse than the shot itself, which really almost doesn't hurt at all. It's just yeah. like you're like, Nervous. Yeah. Unless they then, miss. So Maggie, how do people miss? I've had missed IVs, IVs before, like oh, a missed oh, needle. So yeah, why, why does that happen? Why does that happen? Yeah. And so how mad are we allowed to be at that person? Because I'm always livid inside. I'm I know. full of rage. Yeah. Obviously, no one ever wants to miss. Like that is like the worst case yeah. scenario. <laughs> um But everyone's vasculature, which means just like the veins in their body are very different. And it uh, can vary depending on the day and like your hydration status. So a lot of people will Mm, come into mm -hmm. the lab very early in the morning, haven't eaten breakfast, haven't really hydrated the night before because, you know, people slow down their water consumption closer to bedtime so they're not peeing. Mm -hmm. So a tip for you if you're going to go get your labs drawn Make sure you're drinking lots of water because you could have mm-hmm. very good veins, but if they're flat, they're a little harder to get. Um, is that why you slap it? Slapping it's good. Slapping Doing your it? fist is good. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Maggie, I saw something on TikTok. I forgot to tell you about it. Or <laughs> Are you on medical it. TikTok? I do. I do. I, I am. I am. I get there. Um, there was this thing, and I think it kind of goes along with what you were talking about, about um, how to make shots more pleasant. And it was uh-huh. the bumblebee. Oh, and yeah, it was, we use those. Yeah. So do you want to explain what the bumblebee is and how it works? Yeah. What's the bumblebee. So there's, there's cool. all sorts of tools that you can use um, to make needle sticks a little bit more tolerable for mm-hmm. the patient. Um But it depends on, like, age group. It's usually kids, probably I'd say, like, five and up. Anything younger, like a toddler, like a two-year-old, if you tried putting – it's like this bumblebee that vibrates, and you can – it comes with, like, a little strap, and you put it on their arm. And Mm -hmm. so right before you do the needle stick, the the bee starts vibrating, and it kind of distracts their brain, which is basically what I was going to tell you guys about. Mm -hmm. You can kind of trick – your brain before like a needle poke by I've, I, I'm I'm pretty sure you've seen the videos of nurses or medical professionals jiggling people's arms before they give mm-hmm. the shot and that kind of distracts your brain um, you can also like wiggle your fingers but mm-hmm. it's basically having your brain focus on a different thing mm-hmm. and then the you're you're not as focused on the actual poke Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. You can also cough, but like during COVID times, I wouldn't suggest coughing. I know people have coughed when I've done things before and I've had them like move and me miss. Not or like almost miss, but yeah. 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 There's these oh, pokey things you cool. can use too. Mm-hmm. I think they're called, you can get them on Amazon. I had a patient mom come in and they almost, it looks like a little thin piece of plastic with almost like spikes coming on it. Mm-hmm. And so when you do the shot, you put it like right below the injection point and then mm-hmm. you give it some pressure. And then as soon as the shot's done, but it kind of tricks your brain. So wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I have um, another question, Maggie, also based on TikTok and also has to do with pain. (laughs) So if you were on TikTok this last week, distracting yourself like the rest of us were, you will have seen there's a girl who's like, she seems like she's like high or drunk, but she might be on like painkillers or something. But she just goes like, She's like, how does Tylenol know where it hurts? Like, oh, if you have a I toothache. Did see this. I'm barely on TikTok, but I saw that it just goes to your toe. It just when it's goes hurting. to your toe or your tooth. How does it know where the pain is? I just yeah, think what happens she's if your like pain is young. like multiple sites. Yeah. I know. It just tickled me because that is a thought that I've had. I'm like, because Keith always be like, oh, just take a Tylenol. And I'm like, oh, how, how does it know? How does it know? How does it know where to go? How does it know where I to go? It, yeah, I think it might be inflammatory markers. It like goes wherever okay. it is. Because whenever you have pain, it's usually tied with inflammation. But like, let's say you have nerve pain. I don't think Tylenol would go to there. All right. So for <laughs> getting a vaccine or another shot, you need like a vibrating or pokey stimulus. Yeah. For people who have a little bit of anxiety with it. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good little... It's a good you know what I do that is mm. totally from my childhood is I always take like my coat or my clothing <clears throat> and put it over my face the same way oh my I did my security blankie as oh, a kid. Yeah. Like I'll take my sweater and go like this and I swear it feels better. And it's like rooted <laughs> in my infancy. I had like a blankie. Isn't and, Ariel oh the God. one who has to cover her ear when she's asleep? I bet you yeah. Oh, yeah. she likes to cover yep. ears. <laughs> I only ever do crying immediately before, like before anyone's even touched me. And usually the adult phlebotomists are like, ma'am, you need to relax. Oh, my gosh. Or just obscene humor. Like the lady, there was one time I was getting blood drawn and I was like, I was like, so how many people you kill with these things? And she was like, excuse me. I was like, no one, ma'am. No, no No. one. Not even one. How about I'm the first? No. (laughs) So I've had it happen. So they drew blood. And then something happened and I've had a lot of blood draws being recently a pregnant person and get ready and um, being a cancer patient. And then they've like mixed it into the wrong thing or something. And they're like, we have to do it again. Oh, that sucks. Um, And special labs. Sometimes that. Yeah. So I've always been like, just use the blood you took and they can't. But sometimes they, okay. So different lab tubes have different additives like heparin like if it's it depends on this type of um <clears throat> test they're ordering okay so and they can't like, take that blood and just transfer it over to the test because it was mixed because it was mixed with whatever the additive was okay. so sometimes it's heparin sometimes it's that's yeah. when i've there's been certain my most lab tubes, sad i know and there's sometimes when you're getting your blood drawn and your blood just stops like flowing. Mm-hmm. And that's because another what? reason we're, to <laughs> add to your question on why sometimes 
they miss or they're like mm-hmm. adjusting and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's valves actually in veins as well. And if it's hitting a valve, like <clears throat> I've had it where you're in and you advance. This is for an IV. You advance and it's not drawing anymore and you have to pull it back a little bit and then it starts flowing. It just depends on like if you've gotten that vein poked a lot too, sometimes there's scar tissue there. But Oh, that's the other thing. I have very it's tiny really veins. Sad. And I I think they're scarred from chemo. And so they have a hard time. But I didn't, I had a Metaport too, which is a whole different device. Um, It's in your chest up here. Yeah. It's good. It's good to make friends with, like if you're getting frequent blood draws, my advice is to get a phlebotomist that you can kind of build a relationship or like a couple of them just Mm because the more, um, I work with oncology patients and like the more you come in, the more like, you get to understand this person's like vasculature and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's totally understandable to have like a, like a three people that understand your veins. If you're getting constant pokes, cause like if that's the case for you and like they keep missing, that's terrible. No, yeah. that's no good. Yeah. I know I've had, I've donated blood where they had to put, I mean, they put a pretty big needle in just cause when you're donating and mm-hmm. I've had a pretty, traumatic experience with that and them having to adjust and stuff. But I was like, it's so. um, And so when you're getting a vaccine or a Mm -hmm. flu shot, you're not doing any of that. It's just going into your skin, into the muscle, right? Yeah. So there's different types of injections. There's some that go into subcutaneous fat or muscle. And depending on like where it goes, they have different techniques. Um, COVID-19, it's an IM, which means intramuscular. It's a shot and it goes into your muscle. So okay. it goes, yeah, it Gonna goes make a little strong. Yes. I think that the soreness is a lot worse than the actual poke itself because the needle yeah. that they use is so, it's like a baby needle. It's like the mm-hmm. needles that we use in newborns to start IVs. So it's pretty tiny. They wouldn't, and different shots, like certain shots are a little bit more viscous than others, but this mm-hmm. one is so small. I didn't even feel it. Okay. But yeah. Maggie, what if? You were told point blank, you had to go give that IV to your dad or everyone in the room will die. I mean, I would <laughs> what, do would it. Would you be able to do it then? Because that kind of goes along with our next topic, which is obscure reality. Um, I love TV shows. So I'm going to tell you guys about some TV shows that you should be watching. And yes. the main one is Alice in Borderland. It's a Japanese TV show. It's based on a Japanese manga, which is uh, a graphic novel. It's on Netflix. It was Netflix Japan. And okay. it's about uh, a group of friends who are transported to this alternate Tokyo Um, where a bunch of people have disappeared and a bright light comes on or no, the bright light comes later. They are transported and they are immediately told that they've entered the game and they pick up (gasps) cell phones and it's basically saw meets an intense escape room. Yeah. Okay. This is a complete nightmare. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Is it animated? No, it is a live action show. Okay. Um, it's so good. It's so well written. Um, I would recommend doing, if you don't speak Japanese, I would recommend using uh-huh. the subtitles over the English dubbing. Um, okay. The English dubbing is not my, it's uh, not, it's that not good. my favorite. Yeah. And when you say <laughs> Netflix Japan, that's just my Netflix, but they made it in Japan, obviously. 
Yeah. 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 So okay. there's like Netflix USA, Netflix. Okay. I'm sure there's a Netflix UK. How scary is it? Yeah. Uh, or is it? It's a lot of blood <gasps> and a lot of violence. Gonna, I'm sorry, guys. We're going to continue talking about blood for <laughs> yeah. forever. Well, we're not going to talk about the blood you see. I'm just letting you know there is blood. It is a vi- it's a very like violent show, but it'll also make you cry. Like it's, okay. they do a really good job of mixing the two. A really good yeah. job of violence and tears. Will I be wow. crying because I'm scared? Well, no, be, you'll be crying because okay. you're sad because you do. It's a there are some games that are emotional, some games that are physical, some games that are um, a game of, of wits. But you're always playing with like strangers or mm-hmm. sometimes it's your friends. And so like I would want Maggie to be with me in every room because if something, you know, medical happened, she could be like, I got this. Let me make a tourniquet. And I feel like we would get further in the game. So is every episode, is there a plot or is it just like every episode is dealing with different rooms of the game? No, there's a plot. So it's um, the rooms are buildings in Japan. Oh. Or in uh, Tokyo. The rooms are uh, full, full buildings in Tokyo. Uh, And usually someone or everyone dies. What? Oh my god. And you see these like laser beams shoot down. Like you can't leave the game. If you leave border, if you leave the border, a laser comes from the guy sky and shoots you down. So how it's did these nuts. people end up I, I know you explained it in the beginning. Are they they're not they didn't consent to play this game? No. They <laughs> no, totally not. They just like were transported. They were in a bathroom and then they just walked out and things were different wrong bathroom. oh my god this yeah like, so, but the plot is like they're trying to figure out why they're there and where oh everyone gosh. else is i'm so scared just thinking about it the word saw really threw me yeah it's saw in the way that it's like violent some of the things are violent okay. maggie do you think you would make it through an escape room that, that was, was like life, life or, or death? death no yeah. no no but you Absolutely. deal in life and death. You're I'm like the best suited among no. us. I mean. Why not? I feel like my flight or fight or flight would take over way too much. I would. I don't know. I think I would just hide the whole time because I would. Even during when hide and go seek or if we're playing. <laughs> like we've played in your backyard before. I just get like so like I have to keep moving. I would get killed almost immediately, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I Put me in the situation. You think I would drive? Oh, Even no, during laser tag, I just can't like oh, stay I get still. That. Yeah. But maybe. I don't like not real stress. Yeah. Like I don't like dealing okay. in pretend stress. That's why I don't like extremely scary movies. Cause I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Um, I guess if I were in Borderland, though, the if you're stress in is not Borderland, pretend. What's happening? Yeah. Would you? I think you would like mama bear it. I think you yeah. would be like, I'm getting home. We have you to know? get home. Let's yeah. Go. I think you you might be sacrificing people. <laughs> Are people running around with like machetes? Out of here. Because I, I would mm-hmm. absolutely not make it. I'm not. I <laughs> yeah, can't it depends on the game. People with machetes. Yeah, some people have. I guess it machetes. depends on the stakes. I'm not sure I have like the violent streak within me though. Maybe rageful sometimes, but violent? That's what everyone thinks till you're in it. What do you think, Becky? What about you, Bex? Yeah. Oh no, I would die immediately. I have very (laughs) bad, like I have really bad working memory. So sometimes even when I'm told instructions, I immediately forget. (laughs) 
Uh-huh. So I think I would forget the rules to the game immediately. Oh, my God. I'd be like, damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> damn it. But I'm a good assistant. Like, if someone else takes charge, I feel like I could assist them really well. So, like, if Maggie Guys. was like, I got this. Follow me. And Rachel's like, I'll hold the back. I would be like, I'll be in the middle. And I'll go like this. I'll go like yeah. this with my machetes. Yeah. Yeah. If we were a good, I feel like we'd be a good team. Yeah. I think we need yeah. Ariel on our team. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. But also, because she can reach surviving. things. She can reach <laughs> things that we can't reach. She's much taller than us. And she's so handy and so yeah. knowledgeable. She'd be able to, like, fix things. Mm-hmm. Who would your and, like, ideal celebrity uh, apocalypse team be? If you had to oh. pick three people, three celebs. Okay. Have you thought about this? Can you go first? Oh shit. No, but I could I could rapid fire it. Let's see. I would uh obviously want Adam Driver because if we're not gonna live <laughs> I knew that's where I was going. <laughs> I would hope he's about? very tall, very strong. I think he's handy. He was a Marine, so he's got some combat knowledge. Becky's I would Chris Hemsworth. Obviously. A Helmsworth. Thor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hemsworth. Pretty mm-hmm. strong. Pretty strong. Oh fuck, Fauci. <laughs> Dr. Fauci. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, check this out, Fauci. Help me. <laughs> Fauci. Fauci, please. Oh, and then I would also take the guy that sings on TikTok because he's so sweet. The uh <laughs> the Are You Smart? <laughs> yeah. Are you smart? Yeah. Yeah, we need we need some comedy, comedic relief yeah. to keep us grounded. I think he would yeah. make us laugh. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like you're getting out. Borderland. Alice in Borderland. I'll yeah. put it on the list. Put it How on the list. How long did it take you to watch this season? Was this a one day, a two day? So Matt and Eugene actually told us about it. And we watched the first two episodes one night. The next night we watched one episode. And then last night we watched five. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so they really get you. <laughs> they really Ooh. suck you in towards the end there. Yeah. And it's like. You're always kind of wondering, like, yeah, who did set this up? Where are they? Where are they? Yeah. Yeah. So I would have a Sori on my team. He's the main who? guy. I would, oh, okay. I like, a, a Sori? I'm, I'm a Sori. saying it awful. I'm, my accent is not good uh, with his name. Okay. I think it's, I think it's pronounced Asor, Asura or Asuri. Mm-hmm. It's hard sometimes because when you read it, and Maggie, I'm sure you see this a lot being bilingual when you like Mm -hmm. read something and then the way that it sounds when someone else says it and they're Mm -hmm. different yeah like confuses me when I'm doing when I'm reading subtitles like when I see proper nouns in tv shows and I Mm -hmm. but it sounds different than what they're saying yeah I have that problem when I try and uh do a French accent I just sound like I'm speaking Spanish (laughs) (laughs) Or I read it in a Spanish accent and I'm like, uh, why can't I do it? You're like, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Becky, yeah. would you rate this as like one of the top shows of 2021 for you so far? Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a statement. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Especially All because right. right before that, Keith <laughs> really got into and it's very funny because he's not normally into the sexy teen murder high school, but we called it sexy teen murder high school island and it's called the wilds. Uh-huh. What? I'm sorry to anyone listening. If you know someone who writes on this show, it is one of the most poorly conceived plots I have ever. <laughs> I think it, it I had so much potential and it. it's so bad. Is the it the wild. one that looks like it. It, it looks like Lost? I watched the trailer. Kind for of. It. I mean, that that show also the writers should be questioned heavily. 
The Wild's got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. What's up with that? Love sexy Why did it get such high, high ratings? They love it. How many reviews did it get? Um, hold on, I'm looking. Because, like, how am I supposed to gauge whether or not I'm supposed to watch shows? I always go to Rotten Tomatoes, and I know that's not, like, a fair thing to no, do, but, but I, I, don't, I don't have a lot of time. Okay. It doesn't <laughs> tell me. It usually says, like, right underneath it. Yeah, it's how many right critics. So maybe there's not a lot. And that's why see so score high. details. I don't know why. Obvi- average audience score of eighty five. That's pretty high. That's but very how high. many people was it? Two people. <laughs> it was it? I don't know why this one. I feel like it's not. Yeah, it it's was still Keith. De- just Keith. Keith, 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 Keith writing a review. He's Alfred. like really enjoyed. <laughs> well, it wasn't Alfred that he liked it. Yeah, he didn't like. He also agreed that the plot and the writing was not good, but like. It did suck you in, so you wanted to see what was going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas Alice in Borderland is just a true, like, I mean, it's based on a manga, so it's already, the plot has already been conceived. You know, episode Mm -hmm. one, they know how the show is going to end, whereas, like, the wilds are lost. Episode one, you have no idea where the show is going to go. What kind of journey? What kind of journey? You might be on. Well... I will watch the first episode for sure because yeah. The Bachelor's only on once a week, so oh. I have time. You know you what I've been doing? Because <laughs> I have like a limited amount of time when I get home. I've been putting on The Bachelor while I shower, so I'm like you not wasting any She's time. Like shaving her legs. Watching. I like propped it up on the toilet and like turned it this way, and I was like, okay, let's <gasps> multitask. And like, I didn't, sp- I didn't like spend too much time in there but i was like let me see how many things i can do at once because bachelor you don't need to be completely invested the most you need to tune in is at the end for the next week on that's the best part yeah (laughs) you could literally only watch previously on and next week on and get the full scope you would get this you would get the story yeah you would know (laughs) who's coming up we wanted to intro a new segment Oh, yes. Uh, it's a new idea called <laughs> What's Keeping You Up at Night? What's keeping you up, ladies? What are you talking to your honeys about late at night? What can't you stop thinking about? What's been on your mind? We just want to hear more of the ways in which your brains work and what you've been thinking about. Our brains have been deeply consumed with tomatoes. Tomatoes. Um, tomato. It's not even tomato season, Becky. You know, and they're fickle, fickle little fools. Um, oh, no. We have a garden and we've mm-hmm. been gardening and we're looking at compost bins. Um, all very, feels very adult. Um, yeah. But I will go out and just stare at the plants and the, or stare at the vegetables. Like we have romaine that's fucking killing it. The romaine is like, yeah, like, is really big. It's popping out. We've eaten some of it. We're like, oh, we're living off the land. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes. Really? They're so difficult. Yes. And I was talking to my sister-in-law about it. And you think whenever someone says they have a garden, you're like, oh, tomatoes. It's the first thing that pops in your head. You They're know, actually so heckin hard to grow. I think you're in the wrong climate. You know where they grow like wildfire and where, where your sister-in-law is? Tennessee. Iowa. <laughs> oh, she's in Iowa. I was, I was thinking like, Iowa, Houston. <laughs> um, no, but in Tennessee, like in the deep south, they grow like crazy. 
Yeah, hmm. they're very, apparently they need like a certain amount of light. And Humidity? also we had like a, a gas man come and he's like, what you got out here? And I was telling him about the tomatoes and he was like, Phew. oh, boy. Good luck. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, they they're were so- already. So, yeah, we inherited these planters that had already they'd just mm-hmm. been harvested before we moved in. And so they're just this giant tomato bush that's probably like this tall. Nothing on it. And sometimes it looks dead. Sometimes it looks happy. You have to hook it uh-huh. in a certain way. And then your Google history is all tomatoes. How what? many tomatoes have you yeah. eaten from this bush? And what None. kind of tomatoes? <laughs> None? None. None. No. <laughs> okay. So it was already Zero. not doing well when you moved in. Not your fault. No, no, no. It was not doing great. It was it was harvested. So um, oh. all of the planters, they harvested all the vegetables that were on them already. Mm. like cut off all the tomatoes before we moved in. So now we're doing like like maintenance to get other things to grow. And we put our own, we took out a bunch of stuff that they had because they did have some dead things and just things Mm. that we don't eat. They had like a ton of peppers, like hot peppers. Yeah. And Mm. I was like jarring them and just bringing them to Matt and Eugene's and dropping them off. It was like, can you, you gave some to us and they were very, some of them were fine. And some of them were like hot. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like, my white body could not accept that pepper. <laughs> you have to be careful. Do you have someone that can be of a resource with, like, gardening and stuff? Just TikTok. Why is tomato dying? Actually, TikTok is a great resource for um, reviewing composting bins. Like, Ooh. there's different. You could do the kind. I wish Ariel was here because she loves worms. Are you ready to be a mother to worms? Well, I don't know if we're going to do worm composting. The versimum, however you say it. We might do a two-bin tumbler. Did you guys ever go to hardware stores and just saw bags of ladybugs? That would break my heart as a child. Yeah. The the Home Depot by me when I was a child sold uh, mesh bags of ladybugs where you could just cut the bag open and like put them all over your garden. It was, huh. yeah. I remember being at the cash register and I'm like, dad, what's that? And he's like, those are ladybugs. And I was like, huh? What's the Why shelf they life in a bag? on a bagged ladybug, do you think? That sounds like a lot of bad luck for whoever put them in the bag. I saw that you guys had a bunch of plants inside and I was wondering how Alfred did with those plants. Oh yeah, those are, we have a ton of plants around the house. Alfred uh-huh. doesn't give a shit about plants. That's so good. I was very scared when we first got him because I gave away all three plants that I had because they were all like, we'll make not. your cat vomit. And I was like, no, I can't do it. Not my cat. Um, not my cat. Uh, but then he doesn't care about any food other than like sushi and shrimp and wet treats. That's his. <laughs> what about oh, his cat grass? grass. Yeah, we get him yeah. cat grass and that's what he was I shared a video of him nibbling and people were like, don't let yeah. him eat the grass. I was like, it's cat grass, you guys. Cat grass. <laughs> they chew on it. It's really good for him. It helps him puke up hairballs. But it does make his poop weird. He gets like these really long strings Ew. in his poop. Ew. <laughs> Every once in a while, I like take all of the plants in the house and put them in the living room, let them get blasted by sunlight, and then pick new rooms for them to go in. Plant friends, yeah. And then we also have fruit trees in the front. And we started wow. just putting the lemons out, and we we're just like, anyone who wants to take these lemons, take them, because we're, we're overrun with lemons. We're oh. overrun right now, too. Last mm-hmm. year, I'm going to come both to your house. Don't mind, don't mind me if lemon. I'm on your nest cam. No, come, come to the front yard. <laughs> They're like 500. 
I'm always buying lemons. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't buy lemons anymore. We have the <laughs> lemons. Take Maggie. them all. Take yeah. all the lemons. Oh, you yeah. know what? A fun fact that I heard. So there's hmm. a man who came by our house and he's like, I love this plant. My bees love this plant. And we were like, hmm. your bees? He is a beekeeper down the street and he gave us his honey and I Ooh. didn't know that you should always be buying local honey because it helps with bees, allergies. It helps with allergies. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yep. And that's Do why you want to talk more about honey? it, Rachel? Because <laughs> I don't know any more on that. <laughs> oh, I don't know too much except for local bee pollen, which you can get like a health food store and mm-hmm. local honey help you with your allergies. And you absolutely shouldn't be giving it to kids under 12 months. Yes. That's what mm. he told us too. He was like, no babies. And we yeah, were like, it has no spores in them. <laughs> yeah, I think for babies, it's actually Maggie. Correct. It's me. the endospore. It's- Zach and I, for Christmas, I got him a hummingbird <clears throat> feeder because I was a sucker on Instagram, and I paid okay. for. I don't know if you got this ad, um, but no. there's this. It's a Kickstarter, and I don't think that they're releasing until what 2022. But it's like a nest cam, but it's a bird feeder. And you can Ooh, see like a different view birds. the footage of so the birds. You can see the little bird friends that come and visit That's you. That's so cute. Yeah, That's but we got a cute. hummingbird feeder in the meantime. But okay, we ha- send me which one because it is on my to do list to yeah. buy a hummingbird feeder because we have hummingbirds visit our lemon plants. I just think the girls would actually, oh. I don't think, let me not lie. My husband has been demanding that I buy one that I like because the girls would love watching hummingbirds. Yes. And you can get them like once you can, I've seen people do like little rings, but you have to be very still and it takes like a very long time to gain hummingbird trust, but you can have rings full of nectar oh, and you just wow. sit there. Don't move. Yeah. I don't want a bird to land on me, though. Not even yeah. a hummingbird. Oh, yeah. you don't. Are I don't you think not it bird, lands bird on bird people. Girl? I don't think okay. it would land on the ring because if there's no perch, just, really, but it would drink. Yeah, it but drinks. it takes a really long time, and you, yeah. there, you need like perfect conditions. It can't be. Yeah. What's been going on in our household? <laughs> Zach and I got into a heated discussion. We're not serious about this, but I was trying to convince him to be open to letting us welcome an axolotl into our home because come again we live in an apartment we don't have a lot of space it wouldn't be fair to bowie um so i was like i really want to get an axolot an arc i don't know if i'm saying it right but here i'm gonna put it in my zoom hold on i'm gonna put it in my zoom background because i want to show you what it is but one of my friends got one axolotl um but they have externalized gills and they kind of look. What is this? Like Maggie, do you want to say? Do you want to say like the layman's of, term for it? <laughs> yeah, it sounds that's like what an it's air called. conditioning unit. No, what's it called? Oh my god, <laughs> you want that? They're so cute. You don't think so? How do I just no. change my Zoom background? Does it, does it live in water? Why is, or is it transparent? It lives, it lives in water. You're not supposed to take them out of water. You want that in your house? And Bam, or Zach immediately called <clears throat> Bam, who was on the podcast very long ago. She's a wildlife biologist, and she completely wait, no, shut me down. She completely shut me down. I was yeah. so mad. Okay, wait. This is like the kind of thing that if I was swimming and it came along, I would get out of the water. I'd be like, oh, that's scary. There was a girl on TikTok 
that has that had one and ha- it had it babies and I, and, I, and I followed the whole story. <laughs> so how does it have you babies? Is it Wait, uh, and then I think like a pouch? I, th- I, th- I read an article in two, 2017 that they were endangered. So then I just let it go. But Maggie, tell I me what really, the real name of it is. Like the like the name you would tell a kid. Axolotl. No, Axolotl. isn't it called um, like a lizard or something? It They are... It's known as a Mexican walking fish. <laughs> Sorry. They're cute. Hold on. They like smiled. Hold they on. smile. <laughs> Maggie. What do you mean? They're so cute. Hold on. I'm going to put it in my desktop. Is Hold his on. body see-through or not? Um, He's pink. I think they come in different colors <clears throat> as well. And It looked like you could see through his body a little bit. Cute. I think it's kind of okay. weird looking, but yeah, I, I stand alone as to it looks scary. <laughs> it looks scary. I mean, it looks okay, little. No, no. <laughs> I do see that he's smiling, but there's something about him that is freaking yeah. me out. I Bad. think it's that his body's slightly transparent. He's so they're so cute, but I will not be getting one. It was a fun little debate that we had for like a day and then so why didn't zach want one he thinks that he just does i don't think he wants to the upkeep of maintaining a fish tank or like a tank of some sort Mm -hmm. i know they don't need like uber filtration or anything like that but he just does not support the weird pet game But like he had, I think he had a bearded dragon when he was younger and I was using that against him. I was like, let me have this one thing. All right. So if you were to get a weird pet, it would be the walking fish. Yeah. Um, Becky, if you were going to get a weird pet, what would it be? (gasps) An exotic pet. pet. Oh, an exotic pet. Or just, you know, like not, not a cat or dog. Hmm, I really wanted a cow when I was little. You. I wanted a pig and a cow. So big. <laughs> so big. <laughs> My parents said no. <laughs> okay. I but I did go a- to um, build a bear. And you know where you make like <laughs> the bears? I made a cow. Yeah. My mom That's said cute. she found it the other day. And she, she put it somewhere like under the Christmas tree. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but it feels very Midwestern for you to want a cow. Have you That's ever true. interacted with a cow in adult life? I've had them on like TV shows and stuff. And there's a person whose job is to walk around set and catch the cow shit. Oh. They just walk around set catching cow poop because they poop all the time. And it's so big and nasty that like, you can't let it hit the floor. You'll never get it cleaned up. Oh, so they literally really? chase they it around, around with, a with like a bucket. Oh my gosh. They should do what they, they do in New York. Job. In New York, they put little diapers on the, on, on the, the, on the horsies. Rachel, what do you, what's keeping you up, Rachel? What's keeping you up at night? Well, I, I had a big failure and it's been keeping me up at night and I have to redo it because I can't <gasps> live like this, which is I spent a lot of time and effort making a babka belay, which is basically like a belay favored dough that you cut open like a babka and you twist. Do you know what babka, a babka is? No. Yeah. A babka, a babka is a loaf. That uh-huh. has like a swirl through it. And it's usually like a uh, chocolate babka wait. or a cinnamon babka. But this was okay. belay favored. And a belay is like a little puffy roll that has like caramelized onions and poppy seeds and stuff in it. Maybe Gruyere cheese. 
I don't know. Yeah. So I made this dough. I so this one rise. doesn't have chocolate. No, no, no. Okay. This one's savory. I let mm. it rise for like three or four hours. <clears throat> I spent an hour and a half slow caram- caramelizing these onions in just onions and butter until they were so sweet and so caramel colored on the stove, stirring them like every three minutes for an hour and a half. This was like a labor of love. And then I got on a Zoom with all my college friends, had a couple of glasses of wine and came out of this and was like, oh shit, I forgot. I have this dough that's been rising. I have to do something with it tonight. So I rolled it out. I put the stuff in, you twist it up into a big log, cut it in half. Uh And then you take those halves and you braid them. And then you roll that into your loaf pan, which gives you that like swirl. And I was like, huh, the recipe says to let it rise for another hour and then bake it. But it's like 930 p.m. at night now. I'm going to put it in the fridge overnight. I'll let it come to room temp in the morning and then I'll bake it. Mm-hmm. That that ain't the way. Apparently. Is that not how it works? <laughs> no, it's no. not how it works. I was like, it'll be fine. That's what you do with cinnamon rolls. It'll be okay. So I did that and I baked like the hardest, densest, most awful loaf of my life. And we still ate it sort of, but like it wasn't a good time. And Watson kept being like, mm, it's delicious. And I was like, oh, stop sweet lying Watson. to me. Sweet Watson. That's like my only gripe with baking is it's not you very can't. forgiving. And like you have to be on its schedule because if not, like I've had it in the past where I was <sighs> like rolling, doing sourdough and it's like mm-hmm. 1130. And I was like, oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm so tired. And then I and will I just half ass it. bake it that night. And so I had to be able to pivot, but this loaf didn't pivot with me so i have to redo it because what a waste good next time you have to like plan it out every hour and like i do um the flavor was good those onions are dope with poppy seeds it was really good um but it doesn't matter like i just sliced it open and i just heard paul hollywood being like it's it's too dense it's stodgy (laughs) the texture's all wrong tapping you know tapping it I mean, it, it was crispy on bottom. It wasn't soggy, but soggy it was bottom. It was fucked up. Honestly, that you wouldn't have gotten a handshake. No, I wouldn't no. have even like made it through that round. <gasps> you would have so, <laughs> I know that I'm better than this stupid babka, so I have to do it again. But I spent like five hours on it. I'm so oh, mad. I know. I believe. But now in that you. you told us about it, that means that you do have to bring us some babka when you successfully <laughs> yes, babka I'll, the babka. I'll do it again and I'll slice it into thirds. No, yes. double the double the servings. Oh, you guys, I'll do that this week and make muddy buddies, and then I'll bring you a gift. Yeah, that's a promise. Ask me about it next week. <laughs> Um, Well, guys, that was our episode, and we want to thank you so much for listening. Um, Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, please. Um, uh, Make sure to share it. Uh, We love sharing your things on Instagram and hearing you guys react. And please be sure to email if you have any suggestions at youcansitwithuspod at gmail.com. I had someone last week tag them listening with their cat. And I was like, ah. Um, So, yeah, we'll see you guys next week.